given to me over all of these kingdoms. But I'll gladly just hand it over to you if you'll simply bow down and worship me. The enemy suggests that he has the power to grant authority to Jesus. Authority that is intimately tied to his identity as a son of God. And Jesus, again, here responds scripture. This time quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6 saying you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Having failed again the enemy then takes Jesus again a third time to tempt him. And this time he stands him up on the top of the temple and seeing how Jesus has responded to these temptations he begins to sort of to start playing along. Okay, if you're going to keep quoting these words of Scripture, well, then I'm going to fire them back at you. He says, if you really are the Son of God, again, calling into question that identity of Jesus, if you really are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up. So as a way of questioning that identity of Jesus, he twists the words of Scripture. But again, Jesus responds, it is said, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Each time that Jesus is faced with temptation that calls into question his identity, who he really is, he responds again and again and again with, it is written. It is written. Jesus points back to the words of Scripture as a foundation for his identity, as a foundation for who he has been called to be as the Son of God. As we examine Jesus' response to temptation, we should ask ourselves, when we face temptation, where do we turn to? I don't know about you, but I have this tendency to think that I can just sort of will myself over temptation. That if I just try hard enough, I can get better. That I, by my own reason, my own strength, my own willpower, I have the power to overcome the enemy designs. And because I tend to fall into that, time and time again, I find myself questioning who I really am. In the face of temptation, I'll find myself questioning, could God really call me his child? Could God really use me as a servant in his church? But when temptation comes our way, we need to take our cue from Jesus and return again to those words and those promises of Scripture. Because when those temptations come and they question that identity that God has 
spoken. We need a power that is much greater, that is much stronger than our own. That's the foundation for our identity. And the words of Scripture, they continually speak that same identity again and again and again. That regardless of sin, regardless of your failures and your mistakes, because of the perfection of God's Son, Jesus Christ, who when he was faced with temptation was without sin because of him, you truly are called God's child. Because of him, you belong to the family of God. Because of him, you are deeply loved. So much that God would give his perfect son in your place. Because of his son, Jesus Christ, you are brought to life with because of his son, Jesus Christ, that life that you now live is lived with the promise that God's spirit dwells in you. That you have the power to face temptation. Not a power just of your own will or your own strength, but the very will and strength of God in Jesus Christ. As Paul writes in Galatians, the life that we now live We live with Christ dwelling in us, strengthening us. So when you face temptation, you don't face temptation alone. You face temptation with Christ dwelling in us. The one who is perfect in the face of temptation, he fights for us. And when we fall into temptation, and those sins would cause us to question whether or not we really belong to Jesus Christ. We remember that the one who is perfect has given himself in his place. So that we could be called God's children. So that we could be certain that we are deeply loved by God. That we can be certain that we have been brought to life in him. You know, one of the quotes that I love, and I always come back to again and again, in the face of temptation, is the, are these words from Martin Luther. He says this, when the devil throws your sin in your face and declares that you deserve death and hell, tell him this, I admit that I deserve death and hell. What of it? For I know one who suffered and made satisfaction on my behalf. His name is Jesus Christ, Son of God, and where he is, there I shall be also. Because of that one who suffered and made satisfaction on our behalf. And because of that promise, where he is, there we shall be also. We can be certain that we belong to the family of God. We can be certain that we have his grace and his favor. And we can be certain that when we face temptation, Faces it with us. In Jesus' name.